what is happening my friends what is happening welcome welcome to another great episode of the aaron together podcast presented by rugged evolution beer care rugged is the new smooth look you are this is the show where you get to sit back relax have a great conversation with your bro your homie I'm Arrington Gavin, again, coming to you with new episodes here every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time via podcast. So wherever you listen to your podcast, hey, you can tune into the Arrington Gavin podcast. All you have to do is very simple. Type in our smooth club and you will find some great content there. Also, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via YouTube. Our YouTube channel is our smooth club media uh, is, as well as our Facebook page our smooth club uh podcast and on on x formerly known as twitter i gotta i'm gonna keep on saying that also on x formerly known as twitter uh so i'm just so happy and excited to have you all here on this uh this great day because we are gonna be having some great conversations with a good friend of mine as you know this is election season okay it is election season so i've been having a lot of my friends with different positions in politics right whether if they're a a, a campaign uh, manager, consultant, candidate, official, former official, you name it. We have the great people that can uh, share a great thoughts and uh, opinions on local state as well as federal elections. But it's very important when it comes to your local elections. I've said it countless of times. We see it a lot in the mainstream media as far as, hey, uh, the presidential races and elections. But guess what? You always have to stay focused of what's happening in your backyard. In your backyard, you have to know who is the, the people serving on your council, on your school board, different committees. You have to be involved and be informed. And in in a sense, you gotta be you gotta be woke, right? In in a sense, right? Because guess what? If you're not what's the opposite of woke? Asleep. So if you're asleep and not knowing what's going on in your community, you don't know, you don't know what's happening. And as a business owner like myself, I'm always involved attending all the events. Uh I I'll attend, you know, my friends on the conservative side my my liberal friends because you you know i'm a middle guy i don't go with the herd i'm friends with everybody i'm a social butterfly so again enough with my all you know my my rant i want to introduce you to my good friend mr clarence khalil neely he is the host of one of the longest running probably the longest running radio show in the uh east coast really in uh crusade for christ where you can tune into his show Every mornings, Monday through Fridays, I believe 6 a.m. on WPCE 95.3 FM. If you're in the Hampton Roads area, and I'm pretty sure you can tune in uh, live online to that. He's also the co-host of Poolside Cooking, the TV show. It's a very popular TV show here out in the area. You can tune into it in the Hampton Roads area as well as in Richmond, if I'm not mistaken. I hope I'm getting it right. But Clarence is a is a guy that um we've also we also used to host a, a radio show too. Uh, called v-point i was very very excited that was kind of like my debut in radio and uh you know he was a guy that you know mentored me around the boards and all that good stuff so we've had a great time on that show and the best part about it is v-point which stands for viewpoint you know we might have been two different you know spectrums politically two different ages but you know what we were friends at the end of the day we all met in the middle and we had great guests and so on and so on so very excited to have him on uh without further ado let me introduce my good friend, Mr. Clarence Khalil Neely. Clarence, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing fine, brother. Thanks for having me, man. You know, this Absolutely. is awesome. I like I like Absolutely. this thing. I like this. The Arrington Gavin show. You, you, like know, you know, just, You're just a smart something. Guy. I... <laughs> You're a very smart guy. Thank you. Thank you for those you kind know. words. You, you know, I'm always continuing to uh to build and uh to build the resume and continue to get more active 
on you know really my passion i've all i've told you before mm-hmm. i've always had a passion for for radio i consider myself a a conversational list i've always loved to you know i learn more amongst you know conversations so uh thank mm-hmm. you so much for those for those kind words this is almost like a reunion a, a v-point yeah, reunion yeah it is man <laughs> you see you see our logo in the back v-point I logo, see the logo. In the back. yeah oh yeah it's, yeah yeah what's your v you know there you me? go there you go you know i, I you know i and I, and you know i toy with you know maybe doing a couple episodes you know what i mean with that mm-hmm. i was looking at this uh uh um xm radio deal they mm-hmm. but the, the the channel that it was they wanted to put it on was not the whole format that i was like i would like it was, it was like some really really like real trap you know not that i don't like trap but this but that was this that wasn't the path you were. show was geared towards so many types of people you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. So I wanted to keep it real mellow, kind of like almost like the music I play in the morning on Crusade for Christ, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that real mellow stuff when we're talking, you know, that I, I wanted to kind of do something like that, you know, not, you know, I don't want a whole bunch of, you know, gangster rap and rock and all that stuff. It was just some real nice relaxing because so now that same concept I'm doing is called water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Water. It's not a podcast, not a TV show, it's not a radio show. It's mm. a journey. Okay. Mm. It's a journey. It's a journey into your creativity. Okay. Because we never really cover the spiritual side of our journeys. Oh, as creatives, we all it's always go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But there's an inner side that we would like to talk about. You know, what's that journey really like? Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because the, the 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 way the journey is set up is that you have to go through all of the trials and the tribulations of that journey to get to the great point that you may be at now, or even striving for greater points. That's true. You that's know, true so that, like that's that. what water is all about. Because we're made up of 73 percent water, so everything. And then when you look at creation, mm-hmm. you know. When you think about life, everything's come from water. When you were born, you came out of your mom's water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so that's, that's the concept. It's a spiritual journey. And that's like that, journey. It may I be like audio. It, it may be a, 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 a video like this. It could be live out on the beach, but it's going to be somewhere near water. Okay, we will we will be staying tuned for that, man. Yeah. That's exciting. As, I'm, yeah. as I mentioned before, you are uh, the, the host of uh crusade for christ and which is one of the longest running radio shows if i'm not mistaken it could, on the east coast i mean a very long running show in, in very virginia, popular in the history sure. in virginia very very popular and that show has been known as a community uh uh what's the word i'm looking for a community staple because you've had on great uh uh guests on there and especially yeah. during the political scene oh, uh yeah. key oh, have yeah. you on on the show because oh, yeah. you've, you've interviewed majority of the top tier candidates uh from congressional candidates senate candidates uh even uh presidential candidates so i mean you mm-hmm. you've you've spoken with all of them let's let's kind of get in the in the in the grift of things you know with let's talk about our local election here in the hampton roads area mm-hmm. how important are the elections happening in hampton roads how how big are these elections uh these are very big right now uh this election cycle is real tricky 
okay, because it's a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 you know, it, it, it's a lot of moving parts this election. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, the governor needs to keep the house. Okay, they want to keep the boy in there. The, the, the man is the um, speaker of the house in there now. I forget his name, but, mm-hmm. the, but but then they want to get. They, it's a big effort to get Don Scott as a speaker of the house. Okay, mm-hmm. Don Scott, um, who's majority leader of the the Virginia Democratic Party. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So. It's a lot of moving parts. This thing the governor has to win that house because if not, he could have the potential to become a lame duck governor. Okay, mm-hmm. a lot of people mm-hmm. are moving into some very powerful mm-hmm. positions. Um, but in terms of the industry that we're in, or the industry mm-hmm. that we're, we're, we're uh, aspiring to be in, the cannabis industry, mm-hmm. it looks mm-hmm. real good for us this time. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. It's been the politics has been real tricky, uh, you know, kind of like you said, juggling between the Democrats, the Republicans. It's some really, really interesting races this time around. Looks like I'm kind of leaning towards the Democratic Party. OK, OK, OK. Would know, like, um, you say you're more uh, of a, a middle guy, Clarence? Like, how would you oh, I mean, I want to share guy. that? I'm neither Democrat or Republican. I'm mm-hmm. a solutionist. Okay? OK, I'm a solutionist. I'm not Democrat or Republican. I'm a solutionist. That might even become a party, the solutionist mm-hmm. party, mm-hmm. you know, because it's all about solutions. OK. Uh, and that's why I'm so highly against negative campaign ads. I'm highly against that, especially <laughs> when it's between us, when it's between two black men. Got okay? you. And I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought people, that up. Say, two black people. I'm, I'm glad Primarily you brought that up because it, in the in the Virginia beach side, right, for the state, for the for the state Senate, mm-hmm. you have a race between. Uh, current Senator Aaron Rouse and mm-hmm. uh, uh, Kevin Adams, who's a re- Republican right. candidate. And both mm-hmm. of them, I, th- I believe uh, Aaron Rouse, he won in a special election, uh, which was in a different district. Now, with the district being changed, happens to be a new race happening between the two. And like you mentioned, two men of color attack mm-hmm. ads going back and forth. We happen to I, now I know Aaron very well. I'm not too, I don't know uh, uh, Kevin Adams too well, mm-hmm. but you happen to know, you know, both of them. Yep. What yep. It, has it been? Has it been uh, like what? What's your take on say the strategy both campaigns are are you know are looking like? Is how is is one campaign? That's a very good question. It's a very good question. And 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 if it was a boxing match, the Democrats be getting ready for the knockout punch. Okay. <laughs> or, or 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 this they, they would they would have been leading in all the rounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. This was a if this was a boxing match. The mm-hmm. Republicans, as it relates to the black candidates, mm-hmm. suck. I mean, mm. totally suck. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, the marketing Expl- strategies and different things like that are not going to work with the black voter. I am totally sorry. Okay. And 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 that's my take. I mean, you just mm-hmm. can't you can't allow and see the Republican Party to hire ups, you mm-hmm. know. Even though it's a black man that's the chairman of the Republican Party here in Virginia, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still has to take orders from the bigger people. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. when it comes mm-hmm. down to certain elections. Got you. Okay. Got you. And, and 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 so when they design these ads, they don't know how to really target the black vote. And they need the black vote right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. they need the black vote, but they don't know how to target us. Okay, and we can, and can, we're, we're, we're not back. You know, the, the black race now has become so diverse. 
You know what I mean? It's so diverse now. We're not the yes of mass of Negroes no more. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're bossed up now. We're bossed well, up. Well, you well like you said, like, you know, the, Repu- the, Repu- the Republican Party, they have they really have to earn the black vote. But wouldn't, wouldn't you agree that the Democratic Party has to own, own earn the black vote as well? Because it's I not think so much in today's- earning the black vote, it's mm-hmm. marketing to the vac- black vote. Yes, you're right. They have to earn our vote, both parties. Uh, But the Democrats, in my opinion, have been doing a great job at marketing their candidates. I mean, right now Mm. they're doing a very good job. And I'm really Mm. surprised that the um, the polls, the little uh, local polls that we do, uh, Mike uh, Flagan, the retired Air Force master. Yeah, yeah, Mike. I know know Mike very well. Yeah. And that's very surprising, you know, because he's pushing hard. He's pushing really hard. And he's and he's he's t- sort of the rookie entering in he's, the field. He's, he's never, yeah. he's never, he's never held a position. And it's funny when you mentioned about the attack ads because I remember seeing an attack ad against uh Mike uh, Michael Figgins, yes, and I'm did. like, wait a minute, they did. He and, and that's the thing. He hasn't served any in an office before, and he's against uh Greenhall, Karen Greenhall, I believe is his is his opponent. Yeah, and it makes me question: Is the Republican Party about issues? Mm-hmm. Are they or are they about just bashing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are they about solutions or are they just about bashing this is what i'm starting to under, i'm trying to figure out the republican party because they're the ones that's throwing out these 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 uh attack ads i'm not talking about attack attack i mean like mm-hmm, attack mm-hmm. attack. you know what i mean like talking about your personal lives and all that kind of stuff that's uncalled for well I was, I was leader, talking with the mm-hmm. leadership speaks for itself you know, leadership I'll, speaks for itself, Arrington. You know, I would say, I'll, go ahead, go ahead, brother. I would say, I would say this because I actually, and it's funny because a uh, a buddy of mine who's actually uh, doing a um on his podcast, he's actually interviewing a, a candidate for state senate uh, out of uh, mainly predominantly Chesapeake. Uh, he's interviewing him uh, this evening, so he's we're, we were on the phone talking about questions and things like that. But uh, mm-hmm. one thing I would say to to respond to what you had mentioned about the attack ads i think we have to realize in politics now controversy wins right controversy it wins can. any any form of any form of uh stepping outside of the norm is going to mm-hmm. gravitate to you know to a uh, to a voter and it's sad but it's like hey look the more allegations they might have or the more vocal and vicious they are hey people like that people like a, you know a hard nose because again i think voters are Voters are tired and voters are sick of the, for one, boom, cost of living is increasing. Uh, they're sick of the unmade promises, so on and so on. Um, mm-hmm. As far as for the attack ads, I think that uh, that does, it hurts people that are mainly like never caring about voting. And then it it strengthens people that are like, well, look, I'm always going to be on this side regardless. So these attack ads are true and they're, they'll believe it and then they'll continue to spread it is the reason why because i mean let's be honest these these campaigns they spend a lot of money on these ads these attack ads and some of them are extremely corny but they spend a lot of money where they could look they could be spending to they to radio stations or or to say hey look uh i want to use this money to uh do more uh sit down forums with the community they could be doing stuff like that so the community uh individual residents can actually know the candidates more rather than just through through a, a thirty second commercial of bashing the other uh, other uh, opponent, I mean it's 
you know, I guess that's the culture right now in, in politics. It's the culture, brother. It's the culture. It's an ugly culture, but we can't put politics before our people. Mm, mm. You know, and I mean black people. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we can't let politics, like, like in other words, the parties separate us. That's 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 what I'm totally against. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. because neither party in the right now deals with the actual issues. If they did. We would have saw some solutions to things. This is why every time somebody runs, you hear the same campaign promises over and over and over again. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, which tells me that's nothing's getting done. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. if they have to say the same things over and over and over again, nothing's getting done. So, what tells me we're not actually hiring the right politicians? Okay. We need people that are going to get it done, like Louise Lucas. Okay, like a Aaron Rouse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to name a few, like an Angela Williams. Okay, you know, like a Bill DeSteff. Okay, Who, guys, yeah, to get it done. You know I got what you. Mean? I got get you. It done. So well, yeah, that, now, that's I'll... that's what we need right now, man. You know, so I pray for Governor Youngkin. You know, mm-hmm. um, I pray for him. Uh, I think he should, and I'm sure he does because you know he has a great. Uh, strategy team and mm-hmm. i'm sure they're kind of rethinking the presidential strategy uh prior you know prior to november 7th because if he becomes you know a lame duck governor you know mm-hmm. it's not going to look good for him jumping into the presidential race so there's got to be another strategy that they have if that happens you know what i mean he, and it's got to be a strong even strategy if he has a, because even Donald if he has Trump a success him alive even if he has a successful, uh, talking about uh, current governor uh, uh, Glenn uh, Glenn Youngkin, if he if he run if he has a successful say, if he completes his term as governor and is is you know fairly successful, do you do you think even if he thinks about running for running for higher office, do you think it's not it's not too early? Because for me, when I'm hearing like I'm hearing about multiple people saying, oh yeah, he's gonna probably either make a bid or these is talks that he wants to run for office. I'm like run for office. He just, you know, he just became governor. Hey, you know, I, I think for me, I think it's a little early. And I understand if you're already on a, on a, on a high of the victory and the fact that the Republican Party is probably looking at him like, well, he's a clean cut guy. He is not, you know, he's not what the current leader is right now. Because let's be honest, Trump is kicking ass in the in the polls as far as oh, representing as for absolutely. the Republican candidate. And absolutely. I mean, and I'm no, I'm no Republican, but I will say like out of the well which we'll, we'll talk more on the presidential side a little later on the show but to to kind of stay within the, our local uh, elections okay so we have aaron rouse kevin adams we have which kevin adams is also a rookie as well uh too i don't think he's ever served yeah 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 well he ran of course you know he ran the special election in the mm-hmm. special election with aaron and mm-hmm. uh aaron beat him then uh and now he's running again in the general election uh mm-hmm. in november uh, for mm-hmm. that same seat, that's uh, Jill Jen Kagan's old seat. That's okay. right. That's right. Um, so, uh, so, but it's a tough race. It's, mm-hmm. it's a tough race. Two great leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think the Republican Party is using Kevin in a really bad way. I don't. I think. Yeah. He, but he should know better and 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 you know not sign off on everything. Okay, mm-hmm. that's in my opinion. You know, he's using him in a bad way. And I think they need to have better people marketing our black candidates in the Republican Party. When you, when you say when you say using, could you be like 
like for example, what do you what do you mean by they they're using them in the wrong way? Because I have I ha kind of have a theory of what you mean by that. But if if it's okay, if you can share, you know, kind of go into deep details what you mean by, you know, using a, this individual as their candidate. What what are you you know, kind of leaning towards on that one? If I had if you had um, ten men right now mm -hmm. standing in front of you, mm -hmm. okay, ten men standing in front of me right now how many of them do you think would have traffic violations hmm it's a good that's a good question just 10, 10 uh at, at least 10 minutes. how many you think will have traffic violations i'm gonna say i'm gonna say at least five at least four to five speeding tickets uh parking tickets DUIs, you know, how many do you think out of 10 men? I'll, I'll go, I'll go with out of that. I'll say, I'll say four. I'll, I'm gonna go with a solid four. You're, you're very low. You're very low. It's okay, about nine. Okay. okay? It's Ooh. about 90% of men have had some type of traffic violation in their life. Okay. Mm. All right. So let's take 10 single fathers. It's mm -hmm. not with their baby's mama mm -hmm. or their wife's uh, uh, baby's uh, mother, a mm -hmm. wife. How many of those men out of 10 black men would have child support issues? Out of, out of that 10. And you now you're saying all of them are single fathers? Yeah, they're not with their spouses. They, it, you know, the kids are just, they're not, the families aren't together, put it that way. Because because I because I wasn't lucky on the first go round, I'm going to say, I'll say six. That's fair. Mm -hmm. That's fair. So what that's above average, mm -hmm. in your opinion, that's above average. So what I'm saying, mine is a little higher than that. Mm -hmm. It's pro I don't know the actual statistics for that, but mm -hmm. it's probably in it like 80%. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you mention things like that in a campaign ad, okay, number and, one, and I, I, before, before you continue that, Clint, before you mm -hmm. continue that, the reason why I picked that six number just to kind of explain to the viewers and the listeners mm -hmm. is not that I'm saying, oh, you know, black fathers always got some. I, let's just be honest. When it comes to the justice system, if it's when it comes to custody battles between fathers and mothers, mothers are always going to be victorious, in my opinion, in the justice in the oh, justice absolutely. system. So At, I just want to. I just want ninety percent yeah. of the time they all going to be victorious. Yeah, so I just wanted to put that put that out there before I look. The, my my views gonna be like, Anton, what you trying to say? All these black men ain't you know no, because I'm a black man myself. But I ain't gonna cut you right. off, Clarence. I'm sorry about that. I just want to no no but no that. but so that's what I mean. You know, there's there's certain ways that you market to the black community. And if you're a leader, if you're a mm -hmm. leader, a true leader does not have to talk bad about anybody else to make their self look good. Mm -hmm. A leadership mm -hmm. is going to speak for itself. Okay. It's going to speak for itself. And mm -hmm. so you don't really have to run any negative ads because if you're a true leader, you're going to speak to yourself. Like the old saying goes, cream always rises to the top. You know, mm, and mm. it's the same way. So if you're a true leader and you're really God really meant you to do this, then you're going to go right to the top, bro. OK, I, I like you don't that. have I to like say nothing bad about anybody. 
Yeah, I, I like yeah. that because in all, in all honesty, like where I like where my where my thoughts were with it was, and best believe, I truly believe like there's more uh there's more black conservatives than people actually think that lives in you know in the in in the world like people are always i think shocked when they see a a black republican or a black it's more than you than you expect but i think when it comes to you know big elections i think marketing wise to say a republican party to them they're like ooh a person of color will really you know really thrive it because at the end of the day they're trying to encourage see if it can happen to this guy it can happen to anybody because let's be honest mm-hmm. on, on the presidential race with uh senator tim scott out of south carolina he's always bringing up his story of his upbringing in south carolina if it can happen to me it can happen to you and that's a hell right. of a selling point right. to voters right. and to people that are like so I, that's why i kind of saw it with the gentleman that is running against um aaron rouse but it is a it is a tight election it was a tight election during the special uh, during mm-hmm. the special mm-hmm. uh, um, election, which me and you both, I think we left after a, yeah, we were, a yeah, recording we were show. Yeah, and we were we were there when history really was made. We we were there. That's right. at the watch party, and it, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough senator one. Virginia Beach. It's gonna be a tough one. Another another election I want to bring up too, uh, Clarence. What about okay, Michael? Is it Car? Is it Carlake? Did I get that? Did I get that last? Uh, that, um, you went against for, um, um, Kelly. Kelly Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mike Carsley. Mike Carsley. Carsley. What's your thoughts on that race? Because I believe him, if I'm not mistaken, it looks like so they also have a third party candidate in that running um in the independent as an independent, uh Nicholas Olenek. Um, which you, you're starting to see a lot of third party candidates, I think, in elections because you know, again, I guess unmade promises on both sides. People are like, Well, look, let me run third party. Let me see if I have a chance doing that. But what's what's your thoughts on that um, on that election? Um, again, if it was a boxing match, I have to give it to Kelly <laughs> Fowl. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was a boxing match. I have to give all rounds right now to Kelly Fowler. Mike Carslick, good business guy, mm-hmm. really good business guy, nice guy. Um, political savvy, I don't see it in him. I don't see it mm-hmm. in them, especially for the, the 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 climate now. Okay, the way the climate is now, I don't mm-hmm. see it in, in them. Okay, but great guy. But mm-hmm. Kelly Fowler's gonna whoop his ass in this election. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Last local it's, race, it's, and it's I want to. It's a sport to me now. Politics is a sport. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Both, know, I, I agree with you on that sport. one, sir. And I'm the referee. <laughs> no, not even to the referee because sometimes I call it. I'll, I'll call it in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, but like even with uh, when I had uh, Lionel Sproul and um, Louise West, I was just, I was just uh, I'm sorry, Louise Lucas, Louise Lucas. Yep. Louise West is the actual entertainment lawyer, uh, but I had <laughs> sent it to Louise Lucas and Lionel Sproul. You know, and that was a blessing because I got a chance to get two bright minds, one on Monday morning and one on Friday morning. So I was kind of surrounded by two mm. awesome leaders in Virginia that have over 30 years of political experience. So just each, imagine each, not combined, that's each <laughs> that I absorbed from those two. Okay. Especially Senator Louise Lucas. She mm. is a mm. wealth of information and knowledge and she's willing to pass it on and share. She's a very, very effective woman. You know, mm-hmm, make no mm-hmm. mistake about it. You know, that sister cut her head 
cut her top of the head. She hit her head on something and was bleeding. She still made it to the station at 6 a.m. in the morning. Wow. To do the show. You get you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. she, that's what I'm saying. Her leadership, see, she can be cocky. She could be like Muhammad Ali. Remember Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali was mm-hmm. real cocky, but he could back his cockiness up. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Ali could I've back always... his cockiness up. And that's Louise Lucas. She can back that... her cockiness up. For people that have criticized Senator Louise Lucas, and I've only had the opportunity to meet her once, and and I hope to meet her, you know, plenty of other times, because it was a very tight race between her and Senator Spruill at the time, because they were right. both running for the same right. same race, and and again, it was hard to see one of them, whoever whoever wins, it's like okay, boom, it happens, but again, for the long term service that each one has put in, it was a hard race to see, but I would say that. When people, so for people that criticize Louise Lucas, I mean, and, and people from the, her own party will criticize her, but they have to realize what I always respond with. You have to realize she's very vocal. She's very vocal and she's not scared. To, in my opinion, in my opinion, exactly. there's a exactly. lot of quiet people right now on, you know, not, not a lot, but there's a, there's a certain amount of quietness on the Democratic side in comparison to like, you know, on the, um, well, I will, I will say this. I'll say there's quiet people in politics, right? And I feel like quiet doesn't benefit when it comes to owning, earning the vote of residents. People want to hear you talk. People want to see you fight. I mean, mm-hmm. fight for real. And I mean, with Senator Louise Lucas representing mostly, um, well, a good portion of Portsmouth, I mean, come on. Portsmouth's got a lot of stuff going on, at least on local, you know, council-wise. Yeah. But yeah. she, she's yeah. the one that brought in the casino. She's the one that's... Help you know for, uh, front and center with the cannabis, like you mentioned before. Cannabis is starting to really build up uh, as a form of um economics in the, in the state of Virginia. So I, you know, it will be a tight race because, <clears throat> excuse me, um her her opponent, I believe his name is a Tony Godwin or Goodwin. Um, yeah, 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 is is her? I, is her know, opponent? I, I spoke to him one time and that was it. You know, I, I, I don't think he's got a chance in hell. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, I'm just being straight up honest with you, man. You know, uh, he doesn't have a chance in hell. It's, uh, it's, a, know, it's a tough. But, it's a tough uh, one. It's a tough one. It, it, uh huh. Well, I, well I, no, I, I mean, a tough. A, oh, no, no, a tough one to be a tough one to beat Senator. Oh Lucas. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Louis, you know? Come on, bro. That's like preparing for an Ali fight. Come on, bro. <laughs> you know, that's like preparing for an Ali fight, man. You know, but no, well, but nonetheless, I think that. Um, you know some of the other like uh that the uh uh Mike uh Fliggins mm-hmm, against Karen mm-hmm. Mike uh, Fagins, yep. Mm-hmm. Fagins, I'm sorry, Mike Fagins, the master sergeant from the Air Force. You yep. know, that's a great race, and he's coming up quick. The and Democratic I, and Party I will say this a lot as a person of money that... behind it. People are putting a lot of money behind it. Well, I will okay? say this I, I know I know Mike very personally. He's a great, great dude. He's a um, you know, he's very smart. Um, he has worked. He has always worked behind the scenes where he gets his experience. I know he worked, I think, with uh, Bobby Scott many of times. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's been he's been up front. He served our country, retired vet. I think he served maybe like 20 plus maybe maybe years. And um, now he's a businessman. He is. Yes, he has a lot of support with him. Um, he uh, I know recently he was on uh, Roland Martin Unfiltered because uh, Roland mm-hmm. Martin came to the Hampton Roads area. Right. I was there. And, I was there uh, that night. He was there, and see, I, and I was I was out of town in D.C., so I I was I saw it uh, from my hotel room. But I mean, that's a man who will ask you tough questions, and the fact that you still 
you know, stood, you know, stood up straight, continue to answer those questions, answer questions from uh, your uh, people that was in attendance. You know, that's that's sharp for for a person that's running for office, you know, for a person that doesn't have any, you know, politic, political experience. So I thought it was really it was a sharp look. Um, I will say, what's your thoughts, Clarence, on term limits? Because we mentioned Senator Louise Lucas, Lionel Spurrell, both of them 30 plus years in office. Now, I'll be honest. I'm I'm vocal when it comes to candidates 70 and over. That's just I mean, not candidates, but excuse me, politicians 70 and over. It's not the fact that I think they can't handle it cognitive wise. I just think that it needs to it is time to have, you know, the opportunity for someone a little, you know, a slight, you know, slight younger to fall in line and, you know, hey, be a mentor of them, help them through throughout that process. But it's like when you see politicians that holds on to a position for so long, I mean, we don't want to see nobody die within that position, but it's like, when is it, when is, when is enough enough? You know what I mean? Like when, it, when is enough enough? <laughs> well, first brother, you have to understand the power, mm -hmm. the power in those positions. Mm. Okay. Mm. When you're in the seat of power, brother, power is not given to anybody. Okay. Power is taken. <clears throat> Okay, and in our case, in political case, power is taken by a vote and by electing mm -hmm. somebody in. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you want to hold on to power as long as you possibly can. Okay, and this is why you see presidents going until 80 years old, both Trump and Biden are in going toward the 80s. Uh, mm -hmm. Lionel Spruill's approaching the 80s. Louise Lucas approaching the 80s. They Because they are in that seat of power. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and 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 until you can find that re replacement, it's like I always tell you in radio and media. I said, if if I if anybody that I know, my replacement would be Arrington uh, Gap. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you gotta I, as a leader, you identify that replacement, but still hold on to your seat of power. Okay, and then so. But when you're ready to give it, you have the right person to give the seat of power to. Mm, mm. That's how powerful Caucasians have been running politics. That's why the Kennedys stayed in power. That's why the Bushes stayed in power. You know, and and so it, it's a it's a it, 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 hopefully I answer your question. It's a power mm -hmm. thing, bro. It's a power thing. No, yes. no, no, definitely, definitely understand it. Thing. So we're gonna we're gonna walk away from the from the the local side. Let's have some fun. Let's talk about the, the presidential election because I don't know if you've yeah, been watching okay. the past couple of uh, uh Republican uh, debates, presidential debates. Um, you know, I'm definitely been glued in with the you know with the presidential races going on. Uh, right now, right now, as far as if we if we split all the parties up, there's only but two candidates right now as of right now in the Democratic side. That is current president. Uh, uh, Joe Biden, and then um, candidate who's a uh, progressive candidate, um, Marianne Williamson. At the time, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was uh, one of those Democrats, but he has since then announced that he's an he's entering an independent. Um, uh, we had we had Dr. Cornell West. He entered the race. He was in the People's Party at first, and he switched to the Green Party. Now he's in the, as an independent as well. Going on to the Republican side, there's many there's many names. There's uh, Nikki Haley, former governor of South Carolina. I mentioned T Senator Tim Scott earlier. Mm. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who's a new up, who newcomer, billionaire, entrepreneur. 
a young guy, the youngest guy, I believe, in the race. Uh, former New, former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. Governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. Uh, I feel like I'm... Oh, uh, former Vice President Mike Pence. And I believe there was another gentleman out of North Dakota. See, this, this is how popular he is when you start forgetting his name. Something Burgum, I think, out of North Dakota, if I'm not mistaken. But there's a lot of people running on the Republican side. Few, you know, few on the Democratic side, but the independent, the third party is actually, you know, it's getting juicy. It, it really is because when I, I remember personally when I heard uh, Cornell West running, who I'm a huge fan of, and he is a man that's, I believe, 70, 71, 72, but, you know, he, he was coming after both sides. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is good because you rarely hear uh, a third party candidate really. You might, you know, have a libertarian uh, in, mm-hmm. in that race. Um, and then, you know, you had Robert F. Kennedy on the uh, on his side, who was kind of like the 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 Democrat that not all Democrats probably would choose because of his stance on uh, on uh, the vaccine, you know, being a, you know, anti-vaxxer. So that, you know, that hurt him. But there's a lot of candidates in the Republican side. What's your thoughts, you know, Clarence, just on the say on the Republican side as of right now, who is somebody that kind of caught your attention set aside from former President Trump being Held, you know, high in the polls right now as that Republican nominee. Anybody else on the Republican side? Anybody that kind of caught your eye? No. Mm. No. Uh-uh. Trump. Trump's just too strong. He's too strong. You know. No. It, it's like. It's it's like asking the average citizen, Portsmouth, who uh, uh, Louise Lucas's opponent is. They wouldn't mm-hmm. know. Okay, they wouldn't know for real, for mm-hmm. real. They wouldn't know. And that's just how the Republican presidential candidates are to me now. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't even you, you matter of fact, I was really impressed with you knew all who all of them were. I was really impressed. <laughs> I really was. Because the only one I really know is Pence and, and Trump. All the rest of them are insignificant to me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and like I said, if Trump gets through all of this that he's going through. Mm-hmm. If he gets through all this, he deserves to be president. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's so if a strong he, if, statement. That's a very strong yeah. statement. If he gets through all of this, what he's going through, indictments here, indictments there, mm-hmm. he deserves to be president. Do you really but think it's see a... what's happening because they're grooming Glenn Youngkin? Now, you earlier you were saying it might be too early, it might be this. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, you have to understand where Glenn Youngkin comes from. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. Position, Mark position Uncle was the office. CEO of the Kylow Group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the largest hedge funds in the United States. Mm-hmm. Okay. That group is tied into the global group that control the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... You heard that old saying, presidents are elected, they're selected. Have you ever heard that term before? Yeah, I think that I think that might be it's the like first time I've heard Barack that term. Obama became president, people say he wasn't elected, he was selected. Okay, mm, let me explain mm. that. When you're selected, they approach you years before you even go for the office. I would guarantee you. Mm-hmm. That someone is about to approach Aaron Rouse about 
a, a, a senatorial position. I'm talking about U.S. Congress, Ooh. and eventually leading into a vice president or even a presidential candidate. Wow. Okay, because wow. they watch you and see you years before you become what they want you to become. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. They study people all around. And, and just like Barack Obama, no one knew know who the hell he was until that damn Democratic convention. That's right. That's okay? right. You nobody knew who the hell Barack Obama was. But then all of a sudden he came as a state senator to a U.S. senator and then from a U.S. senator to a president. Okay? A president. Mm -hmm. And not just president, but the first black president. So Glenn Youngkin is being mm -hmm. selected and now he'll select be strategically put in a position where he'll gain public support, even some Democrats. He'll gain public support. Okay. And, and, mm -hmm. and he'll probably be the fourth. Now his biggest problem would be Trump, but what would be smart if Trump gets through all this is pick him as a running mate. If he gets through all this, if not, then then uh, Glenn Youngkin is going to be the head name. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be that guy. Okay. Now he's been beating Joe Biden. Do I think uh, Youngkin could beat Joe Biden? I think he could. I really think he could with the powers that will jump behind Glenn Youngkin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's like a mother and father being divorced. Okay, and what I mean by that is because Joe Biden is loved by the globalist, and Glenn Youngkin is loved by the globalist. Okay, mm, they're both okay. loved by the globalists. But now you see this young, bright, sharp governor in Virginia that's really making some power moves, and you got this old guy, eighty years old, that can hardly go up the steps of Air Force One. You know. <laughs> No, I'm not. And I'm not joking. I'm just being serious. Well, well, well you know, I, I think I think I think too. World War Three on horizon. Mm -hmm. A potential think, World I, War Three on horizon. You need a person in office now that can not mm -hmm. only lead but mm -hmm. sell. Well, and I, I think mean by too, sell, be diplomatic, very similar to the way Barack Obama was. And I was just about, but, I was just about to say, I think for. If we have to be honest about like, you know, President Joe Biden, he was it was it was an election where, let's be honest, people wanted to get Trump out of office by all means necessary. Right. Biden was most likely not everybody's first go round pick. I mean, it really wasn't. It's like now because when it's funny, when I always hear about people complain about his age, I'm like, well, hell, you. Y'all knew what age he was when he ran, you know, when he entered in the race. I mean, would you expect him to stay at that age when he entered the race? So, you know, again, the age thing is really not a, a big deal for as far as for 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 Biden. Like, I will say, like, I would not. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of Biden. He wasn't my, you know, wasn't my first pick. Nor do I want to see him run for office again. But mm -hmm. it's you know, it's just. Democrats right now are struggling to find that go-to candidate to represent uh, right. that party, right. and you know, for president. I read, look, I rethink my stance on Camilla Harris as a president. 
Okay. At first, I just like, nah, she's not that chick. Okay. She's not that chick. But then as this conflict arises in Israel, I'm taking a closer look at her as being a president. Okay. Number one, mm -hmm. her husband is Jewish. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as crazy as this sounds, I support Israel on this move. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know that. I mean, I don't mean to say as crazy as it sounds because you know everybody has their own opinions. Mm -hmm. But I support Israel on this, and I say that because the Bible, Proverbs thirteen twenty two, something I've been talking about all along. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Mm. And the wealth that's due to us, the wealth that's due to us is going to come from the globalists, the powers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Zionist. You heard that term? Zionist. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous, brother. Study what a Zionist is. You watch your Instagram, you and, and your and your uh TikTok. You'll be hearing mm -hmm. that word Zionist coming up a lot. As a matter of fact, Joe Biden said he was a Zionist mm. in several different speeches. A Zionist, hmm. a Zionist, a Zionist. is a person of an elite group political business everything entertainment mm. everything that's kind of like how to describe a zionist now you'll hear people say it's the jews and this that and other thing well there's a whole lot of zionists that aren't jews okay mm -hmm. there's muslim zionists mm -hmm. okay and as you travel the world you get to see this you know, there's uh, Chinese Zionists. There's African Zionists. Okay. There's, yes, Jewish Zionists. Jewish Zionists probably run it, mm -hmm. are in charge mm -hmm. of it. But there's all kinds of races mixed up in Zionism. Okay. And the globalist, when you take it, you, you take the people who basically run Zionists and governs the whole Zionist movement, mm -hmm. there's all kinds of races in that. Even though the Rothschilds and, and the Bilderbergers and all that, but see, when you really know know some of them, mm -hmm. they got black folks in their family. <laughs> <laughs> That's very serious. But they got some That's of them have Africans in their family. That's so, deep. So, mm -hmm. so what I'm saying so, is the reparations that's going to come in the blessings according to the Bible will come from them. It's not going to come from Saudi Arabia. It's not going to come from Africa. It's going to come from the globalist movement, which was Zionist, and they're pro-Israel. Mm, mm. So, you to come to go back to when you mentioned about selected, you're I don't saying think that ready for me to say that. <laughs> That's just how the, God moves me, brother. That's all. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. The the, the you know say Yunkin being selected mainly by the the global. Excuse me, mainly by the. Republican Party, right? The high, the right. higher but up they, leaders. The Republican, Republican Party, Party is governed by people even higher than that. 
but they but they but they're seeing Youngkin as a like I said a man that could market them and and represent them more positive oh, than absolutely. than Trump being absolutely. more contra, being more controversial. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. With um, you know, with Cornell West and now Robert F. Kennedy, because really what they're doing, they're playing there. It's all about strategy when it comes to like running for office, right? So, see, Cornell West was a part of the People's Party. The People's Party barely has ballot access in all the states in the in the United States. So he went to the Green Party. Still, not a lot of ballot access. He goes to the Independent. He's like, okay, now I'm into something because you know everybody's like he keeps on bouncing off, bouncing off. But it's all about strategy. Mm-hmm. So likewise, mm-hmm. where Robert F. Kennedy runs as an Independent because see, Robert F. Kennedy is really liked by a lot of conservatives that are not Democrats. So he already knew Absolutely. right then and there. I like Robert F. Kennedy. I like him. As a matter of fact, I probably would vote for him this time around. There's a lot. So there's a lot of people that are in support of Robert F. Kennedy. I mean, if if, if he, Youngkin doesn't win, I'm run. If Youngkin doesn't if, win. If Youngkin doesn't run. There, there's yeah. a lot of people in support of Robert F. Kennedy. And again, a lot of, and I always say this, don't ever think of one thing to make you feel like that's going to be your main focal point. Because again, being the fact that he was very vocal about being an anti-vaxxer, in my opinion, that's why a lot of conservatives love him. They embrace him. Now, right, uh, you know, right. conservative Absolutely. outlets kind of turned on him a little differently now that he's running as an independent because they're looking I'm, at that I'm as a big anti-vaxxer. For, <laughs> they're looking at him as I'm, like a, a right. as a big uh, as a big uh, uh, as a big um, opponent now for it's making it more difficult for uh, Donald Trump now that it's like, oh, you have a popular third party candidate mm-hmm. in, in Robert mm-hmm. F. Kennedy. It's looking more, you know, his chances might have been a little more better when he was on the Democratic side because, for one, Robert F. Kennedy most likely wouldn't have been the Democratic nominee. And now that he's right. independent, you know, it's right. like, oh, hell, I'm not liking the way this is looking. But I, I think I do think that majority of Americans don't want to see a repeat of Trump and Biden. Absolutely not. We don't we know we don't want to see that occur. Uh, but I, I want to go back to Clarence. You mentioned if if Trump wins all the you know, if he succeeds throughout all these indictments he deserves the you know to to win i'll i'll kind of go back on that one because i don't think it'll be a position that he would deserve i just think it shows the fact that the system is a bit corrupted in a sense because it's just like uh, i i I don't know i just i just think he's trump has been quite untouchable because it's not like this is the first allegation of his whole entire life like he's had allegations before he was even president and now the fact that he's beat he's beating this as president um Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know if it would be more of deserving it would just be like and i'm just and i'm just coming based on what i could would imagine the everyday american would be like well the rich gets richer you know so it'll be different if i was in that position this and that and the other that i think that's where i kind of take on that, I respect. I, res- I definitely respect what you, you know, what you, what you were saying though, because mm-hmm. it's like, it's like you're tossing so much, you know, tossing so much at him and trying to see if anything will aim him, and he avoided all those mm-hmm. stuff, and now he's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I definitely get it, but I just wanted to like, you know, I, I think on my end it will look a little different if he does, you know, beat all those cases because it's a lot, it's a lot. But again, mm-hmm. like I mentioned before, controversy wins, man. People. Every allegation he gets, man, his numbers go up. Trump is loved by a lot of folks, okay, especially white folks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you know, and 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 uh, 
they'll be glad to see him want to run again. And then, well, he's already running, but they get they'll mm-hmm. be glad to see him win again. Okay, so yeah. and <laughs> trust and believe mm-hmm. they're gonna come out and support. That's gonna, true. They're gonna That's vote. True. Okay, trust and believe that. They're gonna but, they're gonna do everything in their power to put that man back in office again. The, okay, the, the last, so the, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I mean, I, I always I never was a Trump. I never was scared of Trump, and mm-hmm. I, I always because I always knew his purpose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I always knew Trump's purpose, even though I got beat up a lot for you know kind of looking like I was supporting Trump. I support him in the first go around, second go around, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't vote for him, but. Mm-hmm. But I know Trump's purpose, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I really know what his purpose, why God has put him into that position, mm-hmm. okay? And a lot of that has to do with the rise of the black man and woman. Mm-hmm. A lot of that has to do with that. I've seen more businesses start during the Trump administration. I've mm-hmm. seen black brand take off like crazy, you know, partial, partially during the Trump administration. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I see black organizations taking off. You know, uh, I see black people uniting. I see black people supporting each other. Okay, for real, for real. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, 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 my shirt, my tie, and my socks are all from a black-owned company. Mm-hmm. Okay? I would say my shoes, but I, I, my, my shoes aren't either. Sometimes, but I do have a pair of shoes that are from a black-owned company. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so my dollar circulates four times in the black community. Not that mm-hmm. I don't support my white friends in their community, but I do. Mm-hmm. But I'm, my black community is first when it comes to mm-hmm. economics. Okay, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. We, 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 we are in a position right now to build a strong economic platform, especially right here in Virginia. Okay, like what Blair is doing. Okay, uh, she's building a strong economic platform for our black folks here. She's yep. doing shout out to Blair Durham, job. co-founder of a black black brand. Black brand. Shout, yes. shout her out. She's doing an outstanding job. Mm-hmm. If we just paid attention, uh, Angela yeah. Riddick, black entrepreneur, doing amazing job with our black girls. Envision Lead Grow. I, I happened to go to one of the uh, celebrations they had, and I was just thoroughly impressed. Thoroughly impressed. Mm. The little girls come up to you with their business cards, showing you how they know how to conduct business. Just thoroughly impressed. So God has put in place people that are really building that kingdom. Yeah. Okay. And then once that thing really gets to a point where the global is so, you know what? Finally, they're doing something on their own. Let's go ahead and give them what they're doing. And in some way, shape, or form, that's going to work out in our favor between us here and our African brothers and sisters in Africa. They're already in Africa. Black folks are already invested in Africa now. My cousin mm-hmm, stays. Mm-hmm. My cousin is back and forth to Africa like I'm back and forth to Portsmouth and Norfolk. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's always in Africa. I know people always in Africa. Look, you know, look, going back and forth. Go, going back and forth from Portland to Norfolk, that that requires a flight too, huh? <laughs> that Almost. Requires, that requires you know, a plane ticket. They get rid of that damn toll. Shit. <laughs> you know, but 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 no. But I'm going to be spending, God willing, I'll be spending some time in Africa. You know, and in oh, the no. Bahamas, oh, with no. my family in the Bahamas, because yeah. we're building a global economic system right now. And and you that's know, very important. Uh, and, 
you know, my, my, my new business partner in the aviation business, I partnered with a company called um, Thrust Aviation out of Boca, Boca Raton. That's mm-hmm. Latino owned mm. and operated. This is my friend from Colombia. Okay, that's Latino owned. He has three Lear jets. One are going to be based right here. In, well, it is based right here in Norfolk. And we'll have five mm. routes. We are the leasing company for that. Coastal Concepts. Now it's called, well, that part, that vertical is called Coastal Aviation. Mm. Okay, well, so that's when very- you and your guys want to get together and rent a Learjet to go to Vegas, Atlanta, Houston, New York, or Miami, come on through Coastal Aviation. You, look, you heard we'll it here, right folks. Together. Look, we'll before, a nice trip right together for you. Before we end this off, man, I want to ask, you know, being, you know, a, you know, African-American male, you, you know, you, you've been there, done that. You're, you know, very involved with a lot in the community. Like how important should young people pay attention at voting? Right. I I feel as though like, you know, people my age, younger, there's a lot of people that don't even care about voting, nor have they ever voted. Or, you know, what, what do you say for that individual of how important it is to be a voter and, or, or, uh, voting registration and all that great stuff. How important is it? I teach my young mentees how to vote with their money. I teach the youngins how to vote with their money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Politicians are run by businesses. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get what you want for politicians by what you do, which the money you put in behind those politicians. Mm-hmm. Okay, and right now, some of the biggest people like Dominion Power, uh, uh, Columbia Care, you know, these guys really, really put a lot of money behind these politicians. So what mm-hmm. I teach young people is how to establish lobbying groups. Okay. Okay. We, like we have one. The Green Group is a lobbying group as well, a political mm-hmm. lobby. We, we were up to, but we're, our, our uh, mission is, to, you know, to recreational use for uh, recre- recreational sales for the uh, cannabis industry. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that's what we, we're, we're an advocate for. But I, I teach, I, and that all comes from, uh, Gavin, me being late for a meeting. And I get to the meeting and I, I apologize for being late. I said I had to go vote. And the guy headed the meeting, I'm not going to mention any names. He's, uh, and I said, I'm sorry, man. I said, didn't you vote? And he said, no, my money votes. <laughs> and he's a CEO of a major company and I, he, you know, he was a client and, um, you know, I, and I just like, when I heard that, I'm like my whole political landscape changed mm-hmm. because now politically I operate the way he operates. So okay? for, so for an individual, somebody might take, you know, might receive that differently. So are you saying, don't even waste your time heading no, no, to no. the polls. Vote. Oh, okay, vote. okay, okay. No, 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 no. I didn't tell. No, definitely vote, but mm-hmm. learn the power behind your vote. Got you, got you. Okay, so that that's why I was catching on with it. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean. No. Learn that power behind your vote. You know, wh- learn what makes things tick. Got gotcha, you. Okay, gotcha, especially gotcha, in gotcha, Richmond, gotcha. and then in our case now in Washington D.C. Yep, you know what makes yep, things tick yep. in D.C. You know, and of course the state. Now the city, you know, I'm learning, you know, it's funny because city politics is simple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's simple. 
okay? Whereas the state politics gets a little bit more complicated. But city politics is simple. And in Virginia Beach, it's a real easy area to maneuver in politically. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we got 11 people on the city council. And right now, everybody on the city council is awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay? They're awesome. I mean, technically, you know, <clears throat> anything we propose to the city, we're probably going to get it passed through. And that's, okay? and that's pretty, that's pretty it's good. it's a great idea. If yeah, that's pretty good that because it benefit, the city's going to benefit from or the company's going to benefit from. We got the power behind the city council now to make it happen. That that's Chris that's Bell good there, because Serena Wooten. Oh, it's just it's just some amazing folks in there. Jennifer uh, uh, Rouse, you know, uh, Mayor Bobby Dyer, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Rocky. Rocky just became the sheriff, so you know, so that uh, Mike Bellucci, but Mike uh, Rocky's seat. Is go, is open for I guess uh, uh, open election? You know what do you call that? Um, special special election. election. Yeah. Well, that that's you awesome know, because so, it, it could be very difficult for uh, for cities to get that. Because I would say this as a as a Chesapeake resident, I would say it's slightly different compared to Virginia Beach. You know, we're I, I would say you have a quite a bit of diversity in your you know in your council. Uh, you have um, you know, like you mentioned, it's it's a very good group of. Uh, elected officials that you have represent. So there is some stripe in between them, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, but as a citizen, I think we have the hearts of the city council. Okay. Now what they talk about in between each other, that's on them. Look at what David Israel got. They uh, they blessed David Israel with $150,000 to put on events down at the oceanfront or or at least the Juneteenth. You know, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. Okay, and see, and see, and, 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 and thanks Ch- to and Gary Chesapeake McCollum is- and, and Eric Majet, you know those guys stood behind uh, uh, David, and and uh, I stood behind David and his organization, you know, Team Lamb. So you know, this shows that the the city of Virginia Beach is beginning to bend and bend in a good direction. Well, hopefully, hopefully Chesapeake can take take some notes because I know Chesapeake is we we got some work to do on on you know on ours. We are a uh, you know, it's I, we we can improve. I'll just say that we could, you know, City of Chesapeake can definitely improve. Obviously, I've mentioned about Portsmouth. I'm no Portsmouth resident, but I mean, I, I tune into our local news and it's like Portsmouth is always in t- doing something. So hopefully mm-hmm. they can, you know, make their changes as well. But Clarence, man, I truly, truly, truly appreciate you taking the time out your schedule, because like I mentioned before, you are a you're a morning guy. You you host um the morning, the morning hour. I'm talking top of yes, the morning sir. when you're getting up. You hear yes, Clarence sir. Khalil Neely on uh, yes, WPCE 95.3 FM, uh, and you'll hear him on Crusade for Christ. Also, you can tune into his weekly show, uh, I want to say Poolside Cooking TV. And how can yes, they, how can they continue to, um, you know, how can they check out Poolside uh, Cooking uh, TV, uh, Clarence? Oh, Poolside Cooking airs every Sunday. At 8.30 on WGT Channel 27. And I must add, it is the first most watched show on WGT. Uh, we were number two. We made it up to number one. Uh, you know, so we're 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 getting there. You know, mm. the, the goal now is national syndication. Um, you know, we're talking to a few folks, don't want to put it out there too much, but you know, we're talking to a few folks. Uh, it is a serious process, bro. This is not easy. This ain't like, a, you know, podcast and radio is easy compared to television. 
Okay, oh, television is a imagine. whole different thing. <laughs> okay, especially being on a network like CBS. Okay, mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. a whole different baby, man. And when you start negotiating nationally, it it, it even it becomes more complicated. Mm. Okay, so, but as you know, we're soldiers. That's right. You know, we're soldiers. So we go, we gonna go ahead and march up that mountain. You know what I mean? That's and at the end, we're going to put the flag on the mountain like the soldiers do when they conquer the mountain. That's what we're going to do here poolside cooking. I like it. I like it. Clarence, how can people continue to uh, follow you and support support you, brother? Well, my uh, Instagram is Coastal Concepts VA and Poolside Cooking TV uh, on Instagram and Poolside Cooking TV show on Facebook. I'm Clarence Khalil Neely. Khalil means friendly, good friend, or friend of God, for those that would you like to know. Uh, but Clarence Khalil Neely on uh, Facebook. And, uh, you know, hit me up <laughs> if you want to discuss. Like I said, get ready for water, because water is going to be another project of ours, and it's going to be dope. Awesome, awesome. Well, look, Clarence, don't go anywhere, y'all. Look, I'm going to uh, – Clarence, now we're going to continue to talk in the – uh, but after this show, but I just want to say again, thank you so much to Mr. Clarence Khalil Neely, a good friend of mine. And like I said, it was it was kind of like a reunion uh, party because we hosted a show called V Point uh, for for almost I think almost 10, 10, 10 months. It was, it was it we had a great run. We had a great run. Had a, a lot of fun. Interviewed some great people. So I truly appreciate him taking the time out of his schedule, talking to his to his homie here on the Aaron Together Podcast. And I hope you all enjoyed this awesome conversation here on the Aaron Together Podcast. Again, you can tune in to new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time via podcast. So wherever you listen to your podcast, hey, please tune in to the Aaron Together Podcast. All you have to do is just type in our smooth club and, you know, subscribe to it, follow us, leave a comment, give us five stars. I truly appreciate it. Uh, also, you can tune in at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via YouTube. Our YouTube channel is Our Smooth Club Media. We continue to grow in our uh, subscribers, so I truly appreciate that. Subscribe, subscribe, spread the word, comment, like, all that great stuff. And also, too, y'all, tune into my radio show, my weekly radio show, every Sundays uh, in your city, hosted by yours truly, Arrington Gavin, along with my good friends, comedian Ciroc Fox and hustle queen herself, Miss Michelle Young. Every Sundays, 12 p.m. on WNSB Hot 91.1 FM, the soul of VA. So please tune into that. Oh, also, if you're not in the Hampton Roads area and you can't find us on that radio dial, it's okay. You can tune in online to WNSB. Listen, listen to us live online at WNSB.org, uh, or you can download the WNSB app. It is free. Until next time, guys, y'all take care. Stay blessed. Be easy out there in those streets. I'll see you next time here on the Aaron T. Gavin Podcast. <laughs>